You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest, and I can only say that I am impressed. <laughs> I can definitely see that, that you have an eye and a vision for what you create, not only visually, but also through words and how you Thank use you. words to communicate feelings and truth. So, <laughs> <That's nice>. <laughs> <laughs> so without any further ado, please introduce yourself. Hi, that was so lovely. Um, I'm Akili King. Um, what else should I say? Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Akili King. I grew up in Chicago, mm-hmm. and now I'm in New York. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, like I said before, like I've been doing this podcast for almost about a year now, and it's just been nothing but a blessing because. I've been able to meet creative people who like are just like super talented and people that I admire and like your work is something that I admire and like you know the fact that you just sort of created things that have meaning to them you know and have like a cultural place you know like I really appreciate so thank you for being on the podcast. Thank thank you for having me yeah I mean like you were saying before we got started you know when you're just like so passionate about something you don't even realize how much time passes or even who's paying attention really in my case (laughs) Um, especially with my writing it's just from my personal experiences Mm. and that's my way of communicating and I guess working through my own trauma Mm. and and I'm just like okay if that also helps other people or inspires other people then that's like the cherry on top but (laughs) people are like looking and reading and and being inspired so that's really a blessing as well (laughs) so thank you (laughs) most definitely most definitely so you said you're from chicago yeah i'm from chicago born and raised then i came to nyu i I just graduated Mm. so that was like four years ago but i spent my freshman year at the nyu paris program okay so i studied abroad my freshman year but i kind of grew up coming to new york like in the summer okay yeah, what was it like going like between New York and Chicago? I liked it a lot. I mean, we had like a really close family friend that lived here and still lives here mm. that we'd stay with because my sister would do dance programs in New York when yeah. she was younger. We would come with her. And then when I was in high school, I also did a dance program in New York for a summer at Albany Lee. Mm. So just yeah, th- I just kinda... throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, no. No, it was just a summer program, but was really fun and yeah so I, I kind of grew up coming to New York a lot so yeah. the transition here for college wasn't so tough right, right, <laughs> in right. that in that sense exactly yeah. yeah so would you say that you were you were writing and dancing all at a young age or yeah well so definitely writing like I remember I have early memories of myself like waking up on weekends mm. and how old did you uh, I was probably between the age of five and ten. Wow. Yeah. Well, whenever I learned how to write. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even when I learned, like, my ABCs, my, my parents always tell this story that I would, like, write on our walls mm. in the house. <laughs> like, what would you write? <laughs> Just, like, letters. Like, I, for some reason, I always had this, like, need to write. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know. But they wow. would say... I would write on the walls. I also wrote on my mom's car seat and oh. permanent marker. So they thought oh. I, I had a problem. <laughs> well, I did. But um, I guess it evolved into mm. something 
good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was going um, through your mind like when you were like picking up a pen or a marker and just like scribbling? Was it? Did you think of anything? Was anything in your mind? I think I wanted to just like, especially when I learned how to write my name, mm. I wanted people to know like I could write. Mm. And like I wanted people to know that I was there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and like even now, that trend has translated like into my poetry. Mm. It's like a form of you write your own story, you write your own legacy, and that's what you leave with the world. And everybody has their own way, I think, of leaving their legacy, whether they're conscious of it or not. Mm. Um, but I feel like writing is one way where you can be really conscious of like, I was here and this is what I did, this is what I felt and wanted people to feel. Yeah, so I think I always kind of had that desire to express myself. Wow in that way it's almost like affirming your existence yeah exactly wow. affirming your existence that's perfectly put <laughs> <laughs> no like i feel that yeah like, for real because it's like people may not even realize the power of storytelling yeah you know like it's it's an ancient art form totally. like by the first art form is telling a story whether yeah. it's you know through words or through visuals you know totally so so like telling a story is like also like identifying yourself mm -hmm. like, you know like i was here even right. so saying that scribbling your name yeah. i was here like you know exactly and not letting other people tell your story for mm -hmm. you especially as people of color and for yeah. me as a woman of color like we're so often put into a box mm -hmm. and labeled yeah i mean all people in their own way get labeled but that's real um yeah it's just a way of like like you said affirming who you are and what you want to portray mm. but yeah in addition to that i would write stories like and do my own illustrations mm. like when i was really little yeah, like yeah. that was like fun for me nice but yeah i also like grew up doing gymnastics and then ballet my parents were very multifaceted. Like both of them are really athletic, but also really artistic wow. and smart and writers. <laughs> so I think I grew up thinking it was normal to not label yourself as mm. well, because mm. even now, like I get asked this question of like, so what's your goal ultimately? And I'm like, really? Do I have to choose one thing? Mm. Like, is that mm. is that is that what life is about? Mm. Choosing one thing? Because for me, I never grew up with that idea that there's like a limit. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you just like laid a whole bunch of. <laughs> let me digest that real quick. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's real. Like. I don't know. You sparked my thoughts. <laughs> I'm, I'm really like I'm enjoying it. You know, it's up to us. You know, like fighting for our, our childlike self. You know, remind ourselves like of the innocence of you yeah. know understanding who we are as people. You right. know, and understanding what our truth is. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. There's like this quote I don't know who it's by but something like the artist is the child that survived yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and that sticks with me for sure especially yeah. when I get asked that question like oh what, what's your goal or, mm. or like what do you want to be and I'm like mm. I mean even even calling myself just a writer or mm. a poet like freaks me out yeah yeah because it's only part of me right so, wow. Yes. <laughs> That's real. Yeah, because when you think of creativity and expression, like that, that comes from the heart. You know, that's yeah. something that we're passionate about. And it's not something that you just do because you have to pay pay the bills. Mm -hmm. It's because it's a part of you. It's a part of your identity. Right. You know, so being able to sort of 
keep that pure and mm-hmm. innocent is important. You yeah. Know? Especially as creatives in the like quote unquote creative industry. Totally. You know, maintaining that that purity of your work. You know. Totally. Yeah. I mean, of course, you all as an artist, you have to hustle. Like you True. still have to earn money (laughs) like you said but yeah totally in terms of like keeping your art pure (laughs) is the goal yeah yeah so since you were like in chicago and then you eventually came to new york Mm -hmm. um you said you were in paris for some time between then yeah um my freshman year i spent in paris so nyu has like global programs yeah and i i studied french in school like from third grade I also went to the same school in Chicago from first grade through high school. Okay. So I think also part of me, when I saw that they had this global option, yeah. was just kind of ready to really get out, get out <laughs> not just out of my neighborhood and mm. my city, but just like completely fresh perspective and also like work on my French. Um, and like the program was also like writing heavy. So I really liked that too. So it was like, oh, I can write, I can be in Paris. Like, obviously, it was scary a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. What was that like? Just like diving into a whole new city. Yeah, I don't think it really set in. Like when I applied, I was kind of like, oh, I probably won't even get in. Like, right. <laughs> and then once I got the letter, mm-hmm. it really started to set in that wow, I'll be in a completely different country. Like just everything's different especially coming from like a school and neighborhood where we all kind of grew up together and like being there from first grade to high school you really kind of take for granted a little bit like how the community is kind of like a family because it's not always like that everywhere else Um, so my bubble was a little bit popped like (laughs) after that but I think that was important for me to experience so, did you know anyone when you went there, or did you just, like, end up going in with no contacts, just like, I'm here um, now? Yeah. I mean, I had a family friend that, like, was in and out of Paris and New York, so that was, like, someone I knew. I was lucky to have, like, my family visit me. Like, my sister came at one point, my aunt, my mom, and, like, two of her friends came at one point. My best friend visited me once, so... That kind of like supported me through that yeah. transition, having them all come at different times and also having time to myself to like explore new people and places. So I think it was like pretty well balanced and like I got to go home for winter break nice. too. So it wasn't completely just like dropped off the deep end. Right, <laughs> like right, right. there was a bit of transition, but I think it was definitely important. And like I feel like I met a lot of people that I probably wouldn't have met and I'm still friends with now like if I had just jumped into like NYU in New York first because it's so the pool is so much bigger right yeah it forced me to really make close friends Mm -hmm. there and like it also made coming to New York easier too Mm -hmm. like with those people absolutely Um, so between scribbling on the car seat and <laughs> to like writing what you do now, mm-hmm. what was like the, the form or the type of writing that sort of got you interested in saying this is something that I can actually do? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, after the car seat stuff, I would also write like songs Ooh. and poetry. Yeah. Like, do you, do you when remember I was any little? of them? No, <laughs> I don't. I just have memories 
of myself, like、mm. waking up on weekends and like writing little poems,、mm-hmm. like really short poems, like I do now too. Yeah. And like little songs. Because、um, I was like really obsessed with Mariah Carey <laughs> growing up. <laughs> She's also an Aries. Shout、hey. out, Aries. <laughs>、um, But yeah, I was always singing and like writing and dancing and, and stuff. So yeah, then in high school, I kind of like doubted myself a little bit. Also,、um, just like in terms of my writing, because there was like like a slam poetry team,、mm-hmm. but I didn't really identify with that because、mm-hmm. mine is more like like short written word poet, yeah, for, like free form. And I didn't really ever feel like there was like a space for that.、Mm. Um, but like I also wasn't comfortable doing spoken word, even though I had like done some stuff with them. And like I like listening to it. Like I think、mm. slam poetry is dope, but I don't really know how to like do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you have another way of expressing. It. Yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, I think I doubted my writing a little bit.、Mm. But even though my mom would always say like, "Oh, you should write a book or like publish a book," and I was like, "How do you even you do that? Where do you start?" Like, but I—I I mean, I had like documents on my laptop of like poetry, like hundreds of pages of like poems that I had written. Yeah, a lot of them were just about like the theme of not wanting to feel like I'm put into a box、mm. with like being black. And also being Native American, and being in a predominantly white school, and like where people find like math and science to be like what makes you smart. Yeah. <laughs> and like for me, I was like very, I guess, creatively intellectual, and so I think that made me feel weird, and like、mm. I was not normal or something, because I was surrounded by it. It felt like at the time. People with like other interests. In high school, I like had a poem published on this website called Girl Speak.、Mm. That was in like 2010.、Um, What was the poem, if you remember?、Um, yeah, it was again like that theme of feeling like I'm in this box and I don't want to be in a box. <laughs> Absolutely.、Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. 100. Like when you even mentioned like in, in high school, like.、Mm. There's like a difference between like math, science, technology, intellectualism,、mm-hmm. and then like emotional intelligence. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And like understanding what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Totally. You know, I was having a conversation with someone about this、mm-hmm. yesterday. Like,、um, like even as a young kid, like understanding the value of your own thoughts、mm-hmm. and understanding, like as a kid, like I was a big thinker. Yeah. You know, I was in my head a lot、Same. as a kid. Yeah. You know? so <laughs> What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Okay,、so. <laughs> word. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, as a kid, I was having these like deep intellectual like conversations with myself,、mm-hmm. you know. And I think sometimes society and some school institutions, it's like your only value is like、mm-hmm. you know how smart are you like in like math and science and,、yeah. and stuff like that. Even though those are very valuable, but、Absolutely. like there's a whole other side to our brain and to our our being that、mm-hmm. needs to be explored and valued. You know,、totally. so. Yeah, I hear that one hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's it was kind of my struggle.、Mm. But yeah, I think once I had that poem published, it was like a subgroup of this very popular poetry group in Chicago called Young Chicago Authors. Shout out to Young Chicago yeah, Authors. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Birthed a lot of like 
the rappers now mm. that are popular, like Chance, wow. um, they like started out there. But yeah, they were really heavy on like spoken word. But when I saw that they had this like online blog for like young girls that were just kind of um, submitting their more free form poetry and prose and stuff, I was like, ooh, I, I think this is like where I can fit. Yeah. And I think I got like one or two things published on there. Just finding my people and was like really helpful. And then yeah, in college I took some poetry classes because um, I went to Gallatin in NYU, which was like create your own major. So yeah. I did creative writing. But yeah, I did poetry, which really helped me shape my voice. Mm. And then also there was like this movement of like Instagram poets. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like Rupi, Neira, Yersa, Daily Ward. I think that's how you pronounce it. But yeah, just like I was finding like Cleo Wade. I was finding all of these women that just wrote really simple poetry and just seeing how much love they were getting inspired me to also be like, okay, I can like this is a thing. It's not like some weird like yeah, yeah. thing I made up, you know. Yeah, and then also learning about um, self-publishing and Amazon has like a self-publishing thingy that I did. That's what I did to publish. Yeah, yeah just knowing you can really do it yourself and like use social media and technology (laughs) and your talent to your advantage 100% like I agree with you for me I also grew up reading some poetry as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. and um, I remember like some of the first poetry books that I picked up Mm -hmm. and like I read a page and it's like that's me yeah you know it's like you see yourself in someone else's voice Mm -hmm. you know and it's like I remember that feeling and almost similar to what you're saying in regards to sort of like seeing yourself and saying, wait, I can do this too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's such like Yeah, or I've already feeling. been doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, that just like sparks something inside of you that you're like, you have this wealth of knowledge and experience, life experience that you can draw from that you didn't even realize was there. You Absolutely. know, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then my senior year, I did this thing called independent study with my professor which is like a one-on-one and like study of your choice and my choice was to work on publishing my book and the professor helped me edit and also write new poems and then like go back and edit my old poems from high school yeah um and (laughs) rework them it was fun to rework them but also like wow you really see how far you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like it was good to pull from when I was younger because I feel like I was really authentic mm. and not as concerned about how people were going to perceive it because I wasn't even thinking about putting it out there at sure. the time so sure. it was very just much for myself mm. yeah I definitely could see like how I grew <laughs> yeah if you could like even touch on like some of the themes that you would write about like, yeah what were some of the major themes that you would like end up like gravitating towards in your poetry? My book, I can start there, was inspired after I was in an accident like two years ago. Yeah, it was pretty traumatic for me. It made me realize how short life is and also how anything can happen at any time. So you don't really have time to doubt yourself or time to not make 
the art that you are thinking about doing or second guessing or if you have an idea like now is always the time and yeah so also I had a concussion so I wasn't really able to be super active like I usually am very like I like to work out and all that um, but I couldn't so getting back into my I was forced to like get back into writing to like keep myself busy and yeah. like reading and all that so yeah it inspired me to work on the book because I was like oh I have always been thinking about doing it but and also my mom would like encourage me in high school and and the only thing that was stopping me was like the fear of how to do it or the fear of not getting results or just fear in general and once I realized that the fear is really just like a waste of time and energy oh. is when I started working on it. Um, but yeah, I basically broke the book into three different sections. It's pain, growth, and then love. Oh. And it's called awakening. So yeah, it's like my awakening after yeah. that accident. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't realize I wanted to break it into three sections until I really started editing. Because then I, that's when I realized, like, oh, I really have themes in my work that I wasn't really conscious of before. But yeah, so basically just, like, the pain, whether it was, like, the trauma around the accident or the trauma from my last relationship or the trauma, quote-unquote, of being, like, feeling like you don't fit in anywhere, um was like kind of the theme for like the pain section then growth was like okay getting through that trauma like how like riding your way out of it basically and the lessons I learned of like what makes you different is actually the most valuable (laughs) thing about you Um, and that's kind of like the theme throughout the growth section and like what the lessons I learned from like relationships whether it's friends family or intimate relationships yeah and then the love section is loving yourself how to love others how to accept the love you deserve um yeah those were like the three themes powerful. <laughs> Yo, so powerful like, thank you for even sharing that, oh but. of course like, I'm like excited to talk about yeah. it because I mean, I had, like, a book release where I got to celebrate it and talk about it Mm. and, like, obviously promoting it online. But I haven't really had, like, (laughs) this formal sit-down, so it's nice. Absolutely. (laughs) And and I'm also going to, like, link the... The, like the oh. Amazon website in the Thank description because <laughs> like yeah 100% like th- this is the type of work that needs to be supported mm-hmm. you know this is the type of work that you know us as the creative community talk about we need to see more work like this mm-hmm. we see you're creating it you know and like it's just even to hear you talk a little bit about it it's like it's already like shaping my perspective mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. certain, c- certain themes that you're talking about so yeah. truly powerful truly powerful oh, thank yeah, you absolutely absolutely yeah. and i think it it sounds like and you can tell me like mm-hmm. it also is like very therapeutic to, to write this for you totally mm-hmm. yeah i mean it really started yeah just like for myself mm-hmm. like i wanted to just 
unload it yeah. for myself because I don't know. Obviously, like repressing things isn't healthy ever. Right. <laughs> and like I feel like writing was like my way of, like you said, therapy. Kind of like if I didn't have anyone to talk to, like I always had words mm. <laughs> to mm. write. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, it started of just like, oh, this is helping myself. So. Maybe it'll help other people. If not, I'm happy that I'm doing it for me. And then, if it's helping even one or two people, like that's the cherry on top. Yeah, for me, absolutely. for sure. Absolutely! Wow, <laughs> I'm really speechless. Like, I have nothing else to say. Like, we could, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, Thank you. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it just sounds like there's so much power in our own personal truths. Mm-hmm. You know, like coming to realizations and truths within our own lives, yeah. as beneficial as they are for us, mm-hmm. there's so much power in sharing that with other people. You know, and yeah. like whether in any form of like creativity, expressing your truth is is liberating. Just as liberating it is, as it has been for you, I'm pretty sure it is for others as well. Yeah, you know, to experience your freedom and in, in mm-hmm. finding your truth. Yeah, you know? so it's major. It's major. Totally. I mean, yeah, that. Just like reading other poets or just like books that were similar, it's, like you said, it inspired me to see them like dealing with their, you know, whatever issues they have dealt with or are dealing with was like inspiring for me. So I was like, well, I know I have some shit like yeah. I can deal with <laughs> yeah, yeah. and have written about already mm. that I can work on. So why not just do it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it touches on another theme of, in reality, when art is really coming from the heart, it's, it's yeah. really like touching on humanity totally. and like helping people reconnect with their human side. Definitely. You know? So I see that in your work, for yeah, sure. Thank yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely, at the end of the day, I feel the goal is to help Help. Others mm. in, no, in help, any period. way, yeah, yeah, to help, help. Yeah. in whatever way you can. Mm. And I feel like artists have a lot of that power mm. to help, and whether it's helping themselves, even just helping yourself, I feel like yeah. helps other people because you can't help others until you've really helped yourself or addressed what's going on with you first. That was how my way of giving back. To anyone that might feel similarly, so yeah. <laughs> 100%, 100%. I know you did mention the, the title of the, the, the book, but I want to make sure people know it's yeah. like Awakening. Awakening, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> definitely. And, and behind that title, you mm-hmm. said it was your, like, give people like an understanding of what made you come up with that title. Yeah, basically, like I said, the accident that I was in two years ago, it really forced me, like I said, because I was injured and bruised and all that I mean I wasn't really able to do much like actively so it was a time in my life that I was really forced to slow down and reconnect with myself through writing and things like that yeah it it was really just an awakening of like what's important and it's not just all about going 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 all the time and overworking yourself sometimes what propels you forward in actuality is taking time to rest or read or write or or just do what you need to do for yourself and yeah it 
that time just like really opened me up to that because I think I had this idea that I have to like work, 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 work all the time. Shout out Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All the time, yeah. man. Or just like be working on something. And even though, yeah, I ended up working on a book, it was out of like what I learned. Yeah. Kind of. It wasn't just like to be doing it. Like there was an intention behind it, which I think is something that I was awakened to. Like you have to be intentional. Like you can't just take on any project. You can't let in any anybody into your life. Like intention is really important. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah. So that's what the title is inspired by. Just awakening to what's important to you and mm. intention. Being intentional. Amazing. <laughs> and also along with you know having like such a, a story like writing history mm. that you have <laughs> also in film as well mm. like directing producing yeah um film so um can you talk a little bit about what got you into that like, yeah <laughs> well yeah even like being called that <laughs> like freaks me out because well mostly i feel like writing is like something i'm more comfortable with calling myself only because I do like freelance writing and have a book and have been kind of writing my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely love film and I took a screenwriting class in college because I did creative writing. So I did like screenwriting, poetry, songwriting classes just because it was all under the major. But yeah, my it's funny, my mo- I'm realizing, I mean, I always knew like how much of a support my mom is but through this I'm like wow my mom keeps coming up (laughs) Um, but yeah my mom would always tell me like oh you'd be such a good screenwriter and I never understood why she would say that because I didn't really understand like I don't know I, I always loved watching movies growing up but the thought of ever writing one or making one was so intimidating. Yeah. Because it's just like, <laughs> look at these like stars yeah. and these actors. It's like you see the finished product. Yeah. Like, how do I? How do you do even that? like? Yeah. What did what you, you do? <laughs> like, who did this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was always watching movies. But yeah, I, like I said, I I didn't understand why she would say that. But I I guess now I get where she was coming from because I was always writing (laughs) um, poetry and songs and even in my like when I was younger like there were some like creative writing projects or like story projects that I would have to write and I guess she would say like I was always really expressive and like visual yeah so yeah then I finally in college was like all right I'll take a screenwriting class because this will really force me to learn and yeah. sit down and because I'll have a deadline and yeah. I'll have to get it done. Right, right. And also, as I was progressing through college, I realized more and more of my friends, it wasn't like a conscious decision, but a lot of my friends were like either in film school or making films. Just gravitating or, around Yeah, and I was like, yeah. okay. like, And then I was also doing like, student films like acting and student films and I'm just like in this world all of a sudden that I didn't it's like I never said out loud what I wanted to do but I think the universe knew like magnetic (laughs) yeah like ending up in these spaces right yeah 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 so I took that screenwriting class it was like a two semester class Mm -hmm. 
where we like wrote a feature-length script, like the first draft, and then the second and third draft, I think. We wrote the second semester. And like I said, I was in the Create Your Own Major school. So for our senior thesis, but we called it colloquium, um, you had to like have this panel of professors of your choice, and then you present to them basically your project. Well, first you have to like explain how certain classes shaped what you created yeah. and what books influenced that. So I really had to like, you know, <laughs> dig deep, <laughs> dig deep <laughs> and like pay attention um, or at least go back and reread yeah. stuff. <laughs> right, um, right. And then you're also allowed to like present like a creative project if you want. You don't have to, but it's funny because I... Like I said, I feel like I express myself better through writing than I do speaking. So part of me was like, what can I do that will... Because the thing has to be in like two hours. Um, what can I do to kind of fill up my time, but also showcase that I learned <laughs> something <laughs> in college? Right, right, right. Um, and also just like make this fun for me because I'm very creative. I'm, I can't just like talk forever unless maybe it's about being creative like this yeah. like that's fun for me yeah um yeah so i was like okay i want to combine because you have to for the colloquium you have to combine everything that you studied yeah. and for me that was writing i took a bunch of like african-american history classes and then with the screenwriting class too i was like what can I do that combines everything? Mm. I also did like journalism too, um, some classes. Now I'm like curious to hear like how you brought all this <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, like, exactly. Wow. I was like, how do I? <laughs> but yeah, so what I decided to do was make a documentary film. Mm. So that includes the film. Yeah. And then the interviewing part is like kind of the journalism, journalistic piece of my time in college like I took like maybe two journalism classes mm -hmm. just because I wanted to like I said it was like creative writing was the umbrella so I wanted to like get all the different kinds of writing Sharpen in there the skills, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. my focus was black artists so I was I interviewed a few black artists and then I asked them questions about how being an artist has helped them overcome adversities in their life. Yeah, so that kind of tied everything together from like, I was, I wrote the questions, I produced the film, I directed the film, um, and then also incorporating like, well, I took like African-American history classes as well. Having like black people as the focus kind of helped me bring it all together. But yeah, so they basically talked about how being an artist and being a black artist gives them power to basically tell their story um, in their own way and connect with other people and break out of their, I guess, titles like we were talking about earlier. Labels. Yeah, their yeah. labels. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, for those who don't know, it's, it's Rise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I'm going to also link that as well oh, for this for episode. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's on my website. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and 
absolutely 100% I recommend people watch it yeah. because even for me watching it it's like you know I can see myself in some of the characters mm -hmm. or the people mm -hmm. I say, the characters. Yeah. but you know I can see myself and I can also just see the diversity yeah where I think you know on a larger scale maybe in culture and society mm -hmm. people may label the black experience as one thing exactly. like there's only one way to experience life as a mm -hmm. black male or a black female in mm -hmm. this world you know yeah um, but you were able to capture, like through your great questions, mm -hmm. just the um, the multiplicity and the, the yeah. complex nature of us. You yeah. Know? So I really appreciate oh, you know thanks. you got you documenting it in that way. Thank like, you. Really, it was a clear communication. Of <laughs> the dynamic truth that we all have within totally. us, you know. So I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Exactly. I wanted to really show how diverse the Black community is, mm -hmm. like you said, because. Yeah, growing up, I felt like, oh, I'm not black enough, or I'm not white enough for right. this group. Like, I'm not enough right. for to fit anywhere. But through co like through college and just being out in the world in general, you learn how. Like, I feel like I always knew this, but I feel like other people yeah. might not yeah. realize that there's all different kinds of black people and like we really all have rich stories and talents um, and I really yeah I just really wanted to show that and also show how powerful it is to be a black artist right now specifically yeah, yeah another thing too just hearing people say where they're from or yeah. where they grew up it's like, like wow like we out here too we're yeah, out here, you know and it's exactly. like you know sometimes we can almost have a limited understanding of like we have brothers and sisters in so many other places in the world totally. doing amazing things mm -hmm. and I think it's like our sort of gift to be able it's a joy to be able to sort of connect everyone yeah you know connect up our brothers and sisters in Europe and in mm -hmm. South America and Africa and different countries and islands yeah um, and realize like we all have commonalities and uniqueness factors about us all mm -hmm. you know and making sure everyone can understand that and like just like find community within that yeah. community within our, our diversity you know definitely yeah and just like also humanizing mm. Mm. our people too yeah, just talk <laughs> what do you mean by that because that, yeah. that's powerful yeah. yeah well i don't know i feel like black people in history we've been dehumanized and enslaved and obviously slavery isn't still a thing now but i feel like some of the mentalities have carried through the years yeah. from that time and like 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 you were saying and we were saying we've been labeled as one thing for so long and I really just wanted to show especially because all these people were my friends that were in the film it's like wow I'm surrounded by such different talented unique people from all different backgrounds that have brown skin yeah. and like we're all so different mm -hmm. and like I just really want to show that wow. to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for others to see. <laughs> yeah. And it's like almost going back to what you said sort of at the beginning in terms of like um, telling your own story instead of allowing someone else to tell it for you. Yeah. You know it's like reclaiming our identities yeah. through reclaiming, storytelling. Reclaim my time. <laughs> yeah exactly for yeah. real because it's like 
if we if we don't do that, then we just allow anyone and everyone to sort of label us. Exactly. You know, so there is so much power in being able to tell your truth and tell your story. Mm-hmm. You know, not only for the person listening, but for yourself as well. Yeah. You know, so I, I can see it 100%. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I could keep talking, but, you know, I feel totally. like there's just so much more that, you know, people can you know, learn more about your work, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to link your website and everything, because Great. I just feel like there's just so much uh, truth that people can glean from your, your writing. Oh, thank you. Know, you. So, so I just really want to, you know, support you and what you're doing. Thank um, you. You, know, you and, too. Oh, thank you're you. You're canvas. <laughs> I love the name. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it's you. perfect. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. And that sort of was like the, the purpose of creating it, was mm-hmm. sort of creating a platform for people to share their stories. Totally. You know, and, and I think, you know, I, I know the, the impact of being able to tell my story mm-hmm. and how that, like, changed me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, I have to give other people the platform to do so. Definitely. You know, in their own way. You're doing it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this has been The Open Canvas. With my sister Keely. What up? <laughs> and we're thank out. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. To find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram, at The Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj, T-A-J, dot, opencanvas, at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander. 